What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This is the second episode, and we are back and ready to get right into it. I am back again with my two amazing friends here. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Dude, what is up? It's Pat, man. You guys know me if you listened last week, put out our first episode. I'm super excited to be back at it again today. Hi, I'm uh, Patty Papa. I was uh, there last week as well. First pilot went well, I think. Excited to get into this debate. We've decided to call it the PVP because, of course, Patman and myself are both actually called Patrick in real life. And I said we just get straight into it. How about what do you say? Yeah, Batman? let's do it. Let's talk okay. Halo Five. Yes, I love it. Okay, uh, do you want to go first or uh, no? I? No, you you got the floor, my man. Okay. Yeah. I'll be well, the referee. Uh, yes. <laughs> no blood. I want to. Yeah. I want a clean <laughs> PVP clean match. <laughs> uh, I said we start uh, with the uh, multiplayer. I'll give you credit that I think the multiplayer in the game is definitely good. Uh, I do think that uh, when it came to uh, like choices on like the different game modes and everything, I thought it did a great job. But then when it comes to uh, the single player. I feel like it lacked considerably just because of the fact that uh, when the game was going to be released and everything, they said that you were going to be playing as the Master Chief. But then when I played through the game, only three missions out of what I believe were like 15 did I actually play as the Master Chief. And it just made it very disappointing. What do you say about that? Well, you know, it's an interesting thing because from from my point of view, single-player mode was kind of what I expected, and maybe that's part of why I'm less disappointed than I think a good chunk of the Halo fan base. but I don't know. In my opinion, yes, I was significantly disappointed that I didn't get to play as Master Chief nearly as much, but I also feel like it fell into that habit of being the middle of a trilogy where it's the franchise is trying to shift its focus in the story, and it took away too much from its roots you know lots of games fall into that lots of movies fall into that um pattern where the middle movie kind of lags behind the first and the final um that was my take on the single player though i still loved it for its gameplay mechanics though i mean a lot of the things that you get to do you as your spartan your additional abilities are much more applicable in the campaign against AI than they are in the multiplayer modes. At least that's what I thought. Uh, did you uh, did you like the aliens in uh, the um, in the story mode? Do you know what I'm talking I, about? I yes, the Prometheus. Yeah. I have yeah. extremely mixed opinion, mixed feelings about them because in Halo Four, I thought the Prometheans were wonderful. In Halo 5, I liked the things that they changed about the aliens. I didn't like the things they changed about the Promethean weapons. I thought that the saw and the suppressor and the Promethean weapons from Halo 4, I didn't think they needed to be messed with. The light rifle, I liked them the way yeah. they were. So I liked the way they changed the aliens, but not so much the way that they changed the weaponry. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, well, personally, like, my thoughts on the Prometheans was that I thought it was a great change to the game. I thought it gave it more character and more of um, just excitement in the game because, I mean, you've been fighting the Covenant, you know, for, for the ever. multiple games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I felt like in Halo 5, 
the fact that I didn't see more Covenant actually was slightly disappointing, uh, just because it's just such a big part of the series that almost getting rid of it, what it almost felt like at least, uh, kind of ruined the multi, uh, the single player for me a little bit. But I l still love the Prometheans. I thought that um, everything about them was amazing. And I agree that they should have kept it in C uh, the Halo Four. Right. I I also I want I definitely wanted to talk to you about the multiplayer because I've heard a variety of opinions on what people think that should have looked like and and how they the direction they really took it in because in my experience I still play Halo 5 and it that game is at least 7 years old and mm. I I think that it has the largest ensemble of a variety of game modes and and the way they've really changed it up and not just you they don't give you one set playlist they give you a featured playlist every like two to three weeks yes. and they keep giving you new game modes to try i feel like they've done a good job with spicing it up and helping the game last longer what i don't see is the incentive to play warzone unless you're playing firefight because i hate the card system that's my big critique is i don't like the playing to get packs to get cards i guess you could call it microtransactions, but you don't technically have to spend money so i don't really see it that way it's more just the rng of oh i want this super cool vehicle hannibal scorpion whatever but i don't have that card because i haven't randomly gotten it and then i get smoked in my standard ghost by some guy flying around in a wasp you know it just feels too rng and takes some of the fun out of at least that was that was my opinion. Have you played much of the multiplayer? Uh, yeah, I have played quite a bit of the multiplayer. Um, I did mainly play only Warzone, and that's partially because I'm a bit of a Battlefield uh, fan myself. I it see. Just, it, it gave me that reminiscing feeling, just like the big arena. You know, you're fighting against multiple people. You got to watch your back. You know, you got to like, you got to think about everything at once, and that adrenaline. I. I did like that about the multiplayer, but I definitely agree with you. When it came to the RNG, it it was lacking. Like I feel like COD has actually done a really good job when it comes to their multiplayer. When it comes to like prestiging your guns, there's um, you know like you get 50 headshots and you unlock this skin. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, same with like a skins on a, a wasp or a ghost or something like that. Like if you kill a certain amount of people doing whatever you know you'll get a skin and i think that's something that if they did that it would make the game more enjoyable like you said because you know if it's just rng oh no if you don't have the pack or you don't it becomes kind of lame slash repetitive absolutely because you know like your chances are so minimal and you don't even know if the goal's in sight you know it's just you got to get lucky yeah, I certainly feel like you're grinding more for weapons and cards, and and they had. What's interesting to me is they have an experience system. You do level up, quote mm -hmm. unquote, your Spartan, but instead of attaching that to like unlocking the special weapons that they added, because they, I, that's one thing I loved is they really boosted the variety of weapons that there are in the game. I mean, they took something like a base weapon, like a sniper. And then they gave you multiple kinds and gave them names, and they and it, they 
actually do things that you can it's not cosmetic they're actual changes i really appreciated that so for me i think that they try to do too many things at once with the microtransactions and the cards and trying to have so many game modes and Warzone. I think they were trying to set the stage on too many things. I like the direction they were taking with Warzone because they definitely were trying to make a larger battlefield than they've had in the past, and I loved that. But I also felt like because they used random cards, it, it kind of made that same experience feel uneven instead of the more you play, the more weapons you unlock. I do think Call of Duty has done a very good job of executing that system to where as you play, you get better stuff, even if it's just a small difference. Like, you're still... It gives you incentive to play the game, whereas the RNG of the card system kind of falls short, especially since it's totally random whether or not you're going to get a really cool weapon. And they tried to add a rarity system, but I don't really feel like it's been that effective because it's still RNG. At the end of the day, it's still random. Even if some things are less likely to for you to get, it's still a random system, and that it, Halo's not a looter shooter. It's not a grinding type of game. So I don't feel like if you you I don't think they're attracting the right audience for that. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. I think where, personally, Halo 5 stopped short was the fact that when this game got released and I started playing it, I remember all the Halo before it. Every single Halo, it was always about the campaign. I loved the campaign. I would literally buy the game, and I swear to God, I'd lock myself in my room for the weekend and go through Oh, the so many times. It, but with this one, I felt like they, which, I mean, I would understand it because a lot of, whenever this came out, you know, multiplayers were coming out and, you know, that's kind of like, that was the, the thing. And I'm sure they were trying to get with the thing, but I don't think they realized that they're Halo and what their fans live for was their campaign. And honestly, that's where I felt like Halo 5's it fell short was the fact that they didn't put enough into their campaign but they definitely put quite a bit into the player. I absolutely agree. And I also think that when they did the single player mode in the campaign, I think that they tried to just flesh it out real good, but they didn't put the soul into it that they put into previous campaigns because you're very right that most people love Halo for the campaign, especially the original trilogy. Is it's mm -hmm. that's a a model example of a campaign story that people want to play. I I remember locking myself in for Halo 5, expecting that same experience, and it did definitely miss the mark. It definitely fell short, and I wasn't sure exactly why. And I think it is that you, you're not playing as Master Chief the whole time, and it didn't have the same flair that the Flood did. The Pro They changed too many things about the Prometheans, and turn Cortana was always a a helping hand to Master Chief, so for them to then turn it into your stereotypical AI turns bad type of story, I definitely felt like that was not the direction they should have gone in. The AI took a bad direction with Cortana and and making her turn crazy per se, and they framed it like it was gonna be like a a like a glitch in her programming but really she's just going psychotic i mean we all know this story from previous science fiction 
AI turns against people and thinks that they're doing the right thing. It's, it's yeah. overdone, in my opinion. It really felt like that didn't need to be done, but it didn't have the same flair. You think they were trying to end the story, maybe? No, no, because I know Halo 6 is going to have a campaign. But the one yeah. thing that killed it the most for me is that there was no local co-op. So you couldn't sit down with a friend and grind out that campaign like you used to with Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah, and that's just sit there and, and enjoy it with somebody who's also a dedicated Halo fan right there next to you. That is couch that... co-op element is crucial. Is that because 434 Studios, uh, you know, took cut their ties? 343, yeah. Uh, no, I think they were trying to go with trends because right around that time and especially the time after, a lot of games were starting to be like, you know, everybody can just play online. That's mm -hmm. become the general standard. So I think gotcha. I was really disappointed that Halo also took that path because I realized, I thought they realized that couch co-op was so important to their fan base. But 100%. on the plus side, what I've read about Halo 6 is that they're bringing it back, regardless of popular trends. That's my Thank understanding. God. That's what yeah, the that'd CEO be good. That's, that's in charge of the project for Halo Infinite, that's what she has said. So if they don't, that's going to kill Halo forever for me. But I kind of feel you I there. I feel like that was a missed, a missed opportunity for sure. Yeah. Forcing people to play online in, in campaign mode. I get what they're trying to do, but at the same time, local co-op split screen was was the era that Halo started in. Taking mm. that element away, is, I feel like I feel like Halo's a little dated. I don't see a lot. It's not like, especially now that it's been gone for seven years between games, a lot of younger gamers aren't necessarily jumping on that wagon. So yeah. I think that. I think that the fan base that they started with is the fan base that they still have today. So trying to take away something that was so important to that group seems like a bad move. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So pretty much it seems like you guys pretty much agree on most things there with the Yeah, yeah, Halo. yeah. I, I still consider it whole all, all together though, I still consider it a good Halo entry. It just it really missed the mark on some important things. Gotcha. So then, I guess that's maybe just where we uh, we kind of get off is the fact that you still believe it to be good after hearing everything, and we I we've agreed on a lot, almost everything. But for me, and maybe it's just because our differences and what we really feel to be a good game is maybe right. different. Uh, I maybe, just feel like maybe it, it missed it the be. mark. So yeah, compared or, or what it should be, as I think it's more a discussion of what makes a Halo game a Halo game, yeah. and less yeah. of a discussion of whether or not Halo 5 was good, because it had good mechanics, there were a lot of good elements, and they definitely missed the mark on some things, but if you're in it for the stuff that they missed, and you definitely could be, that's where people draw the line. So comparatively to the original Halos, the franchise itself, it doesn't meet the it mark. Yeah. yeah, it missed. Gotcha. Because yeah, I haven't I played would say it. it even missed a little bit for me, especially yeah. in terms of the campaign. But, like, would I go back and not buy it? 
absolutely not. I'd say it was worth the money and definitely worth the experience, and at least now I know the story going into the next entry. But yeah, true. You you definitely you definitely buy Halo for the campaign and stick around for the multiplayer. But with this one, they really spun it around and made you buy Halo for the multiplayer and then do the campaign as a side and that's gotcha. what Halo is. Mm-hmm. That's definitely where. That's why I, whenever I got it, that's why I just I I didn't like it. I thought it sucked. But isn't yeah. that what they did with Call of Duty too? Yeah, but kinda. Yeah, yeah, kinda. They, they, I mean, they were they were competing franchises and they went in similar directions to each other. Yeah, I think that's maybe why they did it. Yeah, yeah competing. They did uh, Halo did campaign, so COD decided to push everything into multiplayer. Makes yeah. sense. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Halo tried to nail both and they missed what is the more important part of the game. Well, I don't know about you, Patman, but I believe this PvP is concluded. I agree. Awesome guys. Yeah. So so in that, uh what would you guys grade uh f- you know, Halo five at the end of this PvP oh, first gosh. PvP here with uh the Halo five match? You know, I'd have to give it a seven which I feel like is a little harsh, but at the same time, they missed some really important stuff. So, yeah, yeah I think a 7 out of 10 is where I'm at. Okay. Patty? Um, well, you uh, you actually reminded me of the co-op, and I'm not going to lie, I almost kind of forgot about it, and because you reminded me of that, I'm probably going to have to give it a 6 out of 10. Not bad. That's not bad at all. Good. Well, that's awesome, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you guys, but... As you both know, uh, I have to go, and I hope the rest of this podcast goes wonderful. You all have a good night. Hey, you too. We will see you later. See you next week. All right, so uh, you've been playing uh, Minecraft, right? I've been playing a lot of Minecraft. (laughs) Anything exciting happen while you were playing? So, actually, um, yeah, so first of all, I went to my first end city. I know that makes me sound like a new player, but... Yeah. I I jumped off the Minecraft wagon shortly before the end stu- end realm was added. It, you, back when I last played, it used to just be the end dragon fight, and that was it. Um, yeah. So I saw an end city, found some end materials, saw my first real shulker in its own habitat. Um, so a lot of good stuff there. But the really cool thing that I did was a couple days ago, I actually bought a couple of the custom adventures that they do separately through Minecraft and I went to like a Martian area. It was basically you it was basically created with the nether more or less, but it's like a Martian map. You go on a spaceship, really cool adventure, and then I did what is supposed to be the scariest Minecraft map ever. Whatever, and it was genuinely scary. I did not think Minecraft could be st- scary, but it it made me scream. It made me scream, and I'm not <laughs> afraid to say that. Like it's a, it's a it's definitely not a scary looking game, but they did a good job of making you in that environment with sound effects. And stuff. Was it like jump scares and stuff? A few, some jump scares. Def- they added like a creepy musical soundtrack to the background. Oh so it yeah, really set up an environment. The only thing I will say is that it was dark. You didn't get any torches or anything, so you couldn't place light. Like you needed the lights off in order to see in the oh. game. So you, so it had you in this environment, 
monsters would come at you that you couldn't kill and they i don't know how they did it probably like something to do with the modding in the custom map but yeah when you'd look at monsters it would small it would make your camera smaller like you were oh, no. being forced to look at the monster in the eyes and then it would scream at you and you'd run away and it was a whole <laughs> experience and it was it was wonderful i really enjoyed it and it was definitely a different take on what Minecraft has to offer. And segue from that, I want to say that map actually was from like 2011. It was actually yeah. one of the first custom adventures that they added into the game. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So, and there's a whole book that mine that Mojang added to the game, uh, to the map that explains that. So I thought that was really cool. Well, I know that I've watched, you know, quite a few people play those. Uh, I think what do they call them? mini games or um, yeah, yeah, scary. More or less. Yeah, I've, I've watched quite a few of that, and they are pretty neat to see, like the what you can do in Minecraft and how Minecraft has like opened up like the the sandbox game uh, walls to so many different possibilities. Like Roblox has has jumped into like you can literally do anything in Roblox because you know it, it has that capability um, and they open it up to gamers to be able to make what they you know envision or uh, uh, their ideas they can cr bring them to life so that's pretty neat now I know you're not the biggest fan of creative mode Chavis but there is one thing that I did this weekend in creative mode what did uh, you do there is, I, I made the Big Ben from London oh, the no. clock tower I made that in creative mode and right next to it, I put a giant statue of SpongeBob and Squidward. Oh, that's Squidward awesome! Squidward had a magic staff, and uh, SpongeBob has a wizard's hat, and they are right next to it, looking like they're about to duel it out right next to the clock tower. And I don't usually do big things in creative; much more of a survival player, as you know. But yeah. I thought that was pretty fun. I actually that enjoyed. Sounds fun, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm against wasting time on creative. Now, I know it has a lot of good perks, like trying to figure out how to build something and you don't have the necessary materials or you don't want to spend time building it. Uh, going in creative mode and trying out different blocks is, is definitely something that I would definitely do if if I didn't, you know, know what I was doing. I, I mean, obviously, is, I don't create is. too much stuff, but, yeah, I wouldn't mind going in there and doing something like that, so... Um, so the end, did you end up getting an Elytra? I did not. Um, I, I actually still don't really know what that is. Um, but I did learn a lot about like ender pearls and how you would travel through the ender given you were in survival and how you travel through the end. Because at first I saw the realm, I'm like, how would you do this in any other mode than, um, Oh, were you in creative, creative mode? Or anything? I was in survival. But oh, okay. I opened a different world and found it in creative because I yeah, was like, how are you supposed to get through the islands? So I did some Googling and found out that there are ender pearls and that I usually threw ender pearls away because I didn't know what they were for. But apparently you can Very important. That, yeah, yes. You learn something new every day. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we recently actually on the realm, we went to uh, the end and it was very... Um, Fear, fearsome. Um, I was very scared. Uh, it was very scary. Uh, anxiety was definitely uh, <laughs> the, the worst. Yeah, the worst thing in the Super world. Super anxiety attack. Yeah. 
I myself only died to the Ender Dragon at the very end. Um, unfortunately, there is a glitch um, with the. You're a cheap noob, Chad. Yeah, the Totem of Undying. <laughs> uh, I guess only uh, yeah. once you use it, if you're still in the middle of getting hit, it only brings you back to like half a heart. And then if you don't get hit again, it like increases your regeneration like substantially but i didn't know that so as soon as i died i was literally in the middle of killing the ender dragon like the only reason why i ran up on him is because he only had like three hits left so i hit him once and i died and then i died a second time and yeah so in one of the guys that i was playing with he ended up killing him so but there's three of us in the end which also helped but Yes, ender pearls and basically building bridges across the different islands is how you pretty much explore the end, it seems like. And I've spent um, an entire stream actually in there, which was like six hours. So it's not easy, but once you do find the, the flight, which is the Elytra, it will be a lot easier. I have not gone back in yet. But I believe sometime today or tomorrow uh, on stream, we're probably going to go back so I can try to help people get more Elytras. But yeah, I agree. It is it is definitely not the easiest thing to do. It's very fun, yeah. but it's not very easy to do at all. Yeah, it's so. definitely... It, it's called the end for a reason. And that didn't yeah. used to be the case. You used to be able to just go in and kill the dragon. That was the thing. Well, and, and then there's credits after you kill the dragon. That is true. That's actually why I stayed away from doing it for so long, because I've never actually killed the Ender Dragon or even gone to the end because I feared the end because, you know, I don't want Minecraft to end. It's always been one of my favorite games, so. But I think it's I, been many people's favorite games, Chad. Yes, definitely. So I, I, I feel like uh, that was just, like, something I didn't want to do. So, and after doing it, you know, obviously it puts more into the game. Being able to, you know, fly around and do, like, what I'm doing right now and just be able to get to places a lot quicker than you could ever expect. And then, obviously, having a trident with Riptide on it allows you to literally utilize the rain to fly. So, I literally died just a second ago because I was going too fast. The game could not load, and I fell into nothing. Dang. Yeah, I just had to restart, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, right. speaking about Minecraft, how about Minecraft Dungeons? What do you think about that? Because we are I coming up on the release excited. date. I am pretty excited. This is the first non-Minecraft Minecraft product we've gotten since Story Mode, more or less, um, which was still a third-party uh, company, but Story Mode was the first big product that wasn't traditional minecraft that yes. I, I knew about and i feel like minecraft dungeons is another step in that direction and i'm totally okay with that you know i i love the base game as much as the next person but it's had an 11 year run and i'm sure that run will last another 11 years as far as mm -hmm. i'm concerned it could but i think that them expanding what you can do is part of mojang's their mantra almost you know they've always taken a base idea and yeah pushed it in a direction that most people wouldn't go it very they're a very and this is a terrible pun but outside the box thinker <laughs> type of yeah. company you know that's kind of the direction they've gone with a lot of things in their game adding other realms adding biomes to their realm you know it started with just some trees a grassy plain and your crafting 
your crafting table, and it has blown up into this big, big multiplayer thing, and I think that adding a new element for new players to get on board with Minecraft is always a good thing. Minecraft doesn't yeah. on a different crowd than I think uh, than I think Minecraft has already drawn. Agreed, yeah. So I, I threw up uh, this stream here of you and for you to join in on on the uh, trailer here for Minecraft Dungeons. So that way, if anybody hasn't seen this, that is on the YouTube channel right now. Uh, for those listening to it through the podcast, um, you guys can go to the website over here at Minecraft.net and see that as well. But uh, so this is the, the the website for Minecraft Dungeons, and obviously up here it shows you that they have they've had even though it doesn't show the Minecraft story mode up there, but they do have the the four games. They have Education, Minecraft Earth, which came out, I believe, last year towards the end. Minecraft Dungeons, which I believe is on the 26th of May, which is Tuesday. Um, I also think, Chad, you have a point about dungeon crawlers and that people can just run straight in. But for me, I think it also makes more sense if you've played some of those games by yourself first because then you can actually just take it at your own pace. I mean, even Diablo 3 Correct. has yeah. it's relatively online meta type game. So Yeah, yeah, I agree that definitely. But that's the other thing too is like those kind of games aren't really meant to be played solo. Now you can. Yeah, that's true. But it's so much funner when you have funner. Wow, so much more fun when you have when you have multiple people to play with. Wow, I just found diamond yep. just chilling in a cave. But uh, yeah, I think it is more fun to play with multiple people. But only if you all have the understanding that you're not just just gonna charge in. And yeah. Well, yeah, and the one I played the last time I played uh, Diablo, like I originally wanted to play it with my father because you know he was a very big fan of I those kind of games. Wanted to do the same thing. So, and basically, um, he ended up playing a little bit of it uh, while I wasn't able to. But then I ended up jumping in with a couple friends of mine. We're just like, "Hey, let's go here." And then I'd be like, "Okay," and I'm sitting here fighting somebody, and they're like, "Okay, we're going to the next part," and I'm like, "Uh, what? I just got here." Like, oh, we're going to the next part. And I'm just like, that's not how I... So I, I just got pretty much out of wanting to play those kinds of games because of that well, and, experience and itself. Which... Did you play Diablo 3? Which one was the last yeah, one? Yeah, 3 was the last one that I played. Yeah. I would I would wager that if you played it with me, you'd have a good time. Oh, yeah, I well... I don't do that. If yeah, you're ever I, looking to, to give it a try again. I think, yeah, the play style is completely different between me and the people that I was playing with. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been... Yeah, we'll definitely have to play some Minecraft Dungeons when it first comes out and give Absolutely. it a give it a woe and definitely come back and talk about that in a future podcast. Because just by looking at that trailer, like, the game's going to be amazing. I, I just It just looks so good. And basically, if you like the um, the Minecraft world... Or uh, what do they call that? Um, the art style. Oh, yeah, the art style, too. But you know how there's, like, the MCU? Minecraft has oh. its own Yeah, the Minecraft world. universe. Yeah, the Minecraft universe. Like, anything Minecraft, I you know, I'm 100% down to at least give Absolutely. a try. So I think that will be a lot of fun. And I'm sure, I don't know if, uh, I don't know, did, did it say cross-platform? I wasn't sure if it's going to be... 
uh, playable cross-platform. We'll have to look into that for next time. You guys let us know down in the comments uh, what do you guys think about that. Definitely so. But that's going to be fun. I am I am looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know how much time I'm going to throw into it considering you know the realm and stuff. I'm trying to get as much as I can done here, and it's really addicting. So, But definitely going to throw in a couple hours onto that when it first comes out. So, um, yeah, and I forgot to mention earlier, for all, all the listeners out there, uh, feel free to comment your thoughts on Halo 5 to add to the discussion as well. I know that we ended the pvp a little while ago but i definitely want you guys to contribute to the discussion as much as uh, much as you can agreed and, and next week we are most likely going to be doing a completely live uh podcast so um, when we open up the forum to comments um, or to questions and stuff you guys can jump in on that topic as well if you guys want to bring that back up um because you know it's halo there halo's not ending for a while and i know patty had mentioned that there was mention of halo 6 and you know they're looking to bring that back to you know the roots of what halo was and what made halo so amazing as a of a game cuz i definitely spent most of my uh early years on xbox and xbox 360 playing halo so yeah so definitely uh put your comments below on your thoughts on halo 5 any questions you guys want to add topics you want us to discuss in the future we're always open and welcome to that as well and what's coming for six that you guys are looking forward to so um so yeah my we talked about minecraft and uh minecraft dungeons so uh what about the the update that we talked about last week which was pretty much the the entire uh, uh podcast last week what do, what do you yeah. think well uh we found some new stuff about netherite and Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Netherite, yeah, we were talking about spawning under lava, um, which is technically true because in the mass amount that it's going to be is pretty much closer to the area of lava, even though the nether is pretty much all lava. But uh, here it says where Netherite can be found is an ancient debris can spawn in veins of one to three blocks. Uh, Y-axis 8 through 22 is where you're basically going to get the one to two blocks. 8 through 19, uh, wait, no, sorry, 8 to two, eight to 22 is 1 to 3 blocks, and then Y, 8 to 19, 119 is 1 to 2 blocks. So, and then it says, basically, you can only find 5 blocks of it in a 64, uh, basically, what are they, chunk. So, it's going to be very for rare. For those of you, in layman terms, what Chad's saying in layman's terms, for those of you who are a little less studious on Minecraft, the y-axis, you can use your coordinates in mm -hmm. terms of where you are on the map and the blocks that you're at. So he's talking about how far down deep Vertical, you are yeah. Vertical, yeah. yeah. So basically, really low is the lava lake level, but they don't have to spawn there. They can spawn in that general chunk, and there's usually lava at that level, but not necessarily. Yeah. So you might get lucky and, you know, have a... Uh nether that doesn't have that much lava in those areas and you know, might be able to find it so but i can't wait to dig into it no pun intended i can't so. wait for sure no no pun intended <laughs> pun intended <laughs> for sure dig. dig 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 into it definitely so that's going oh, and don't to be forget amazing. don't forget listeners chad's age comment below your best guess we are still having that we are i don't still think having that, that no, that's one of those no one cares how old he is <laughs> type <laughs> oh, of okay okay or, no one cares 
I yeah, pretty, I, I think nobody not, nobody cares what what my age is. So I, I don't know if that. I guess I could take that either way. Like, uh, it doesn't matter how old he is; he's still awesome. Or yeah, we really oh, don't care about oh, Chad. Oh, we really don't care about Chad. Chad's the, <laughs> the That's X yeah, I'm the X Factor. It's cool. Um, so yeah, speaking about the uh, X Factor. No, speaking about uh, <laughs> streaming. So are you thinking about uh, jumping in and streaming, or yeah, maybe so making videos? Wanna... I am, so I actually wanted to let our listeners know I will be starting a YouTube channel here in the next couple weeks. Um, I don't exactly have a timeline yet, but I am definitely starting one. Uh, Title is going to be Patman Games with a Z at the end. Patman, G-A-M-E-Z, that's going to be my YouTube channel. So if you like the things I have to say on this podcast, you're welcome to check it out once it launches. And of course, I will keep people updated through this podcast as to what that Yes, awesome. Yeah, and I'll definitely once you do get that uh, that web page, I will definitely post it in the description here and on upcoming podcasts. That way, we can get some uh, good people to come watch your amazing content that I know you're going to be able to create and uh, have fun. So, and you said what kind of what kind of channel are you looking at doing? Oh, it's going to be uh, yeah, it's going to be video games. I'm going to do a let's play channel, so it'll just be me playing ridiculous games doing doing whatever i whatever i feel like playing and uh my silly commentary so uh hopefully it's worth your while awesome dude definitely gonna have to definitely gonna have to check that out and also guys i also do still stream every single night uh this guy and other patty will sometimes be with me uh depending on their schedules and whether they can play or not the realm is still open and going to be open for quite a while um, we got quite a few people on here, so you guys are more than welcome to join if we uh, have available spots, which sometimes seems to be the case, sometimes it doesn't, So, uh, but check out that obviously here on this channel, and if you guys are on the audio broadcast, you guys can check that out at uh, youtube.tv or youtube.com, and then just type in Chatamus Productions, and f- eventually be able to type in probably what, Patman? Patman Gaming? Patman Gaming? So. Patman Games? Yep, and I'll have him down definitely in the description as well. So we'll have to get you set up and get some, uh, you, you know, Twitter and some social medias there to get your your channel a good start yeah. out. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, uh, was there anything else that we wanted to talk about today? I know we uh, we covered a lot of stuff. We got Halo. We covered um, some more Minecraft. Um, I know next week we were thinking about talking more on the Unreal Engine 5 and the RTX Shadows um, for the future of gaming and how that's going to affect um, gaming long term with obviously games being literally the most realistic as possible right now. I feel like the RTX Shadows could definitely help with realistic shadows, obviously. Um, What do you think about that? Well, I definitely think that next week we'll be touching on both of those subjects as well. Awesome. Um, I think that next week we'll also hopefully get a chance to talk about some gameplay experience from Minecraft Dungeons. That's definitely going to be the hype for next week's episode for you guys to tune in. Yeah, we're not sponsored, but definitely go pick that up in uh, two days, guys. So Tuesday the 26th, go get that. It is going to be on uh, Windows. It's going to be on Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, um, pretty much everything. So I'm really excited about that. We did show those two trailers here on 
our podcast. So if you guys are on YouTube, obviously seen that. If not, like I said, go ahead and go to the Minecraft.net website, and you guys can check out all the information, cool things that are going on there. Um, but yeah, for next week, RTX Shadows and uh, Unreal Engine 5, and then I'm sure we're going to be jumping in on some Minecraft Dungeons talk. And if you guys want to see anything else, just let us know down in the comments and... Uh, appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us. Also, we're going to be looking into a new name uh, for the podcast because doing some research, yes. uh, even though the uh, name is amazing, the unknown uh, was really awesome. Uh, we found out that a lot of people already have that domain and it is not exactly describing what we're doing. It's kind of the opposite. So we're going to look into that and possibly have some names in the works. So I'm going to post those down below. If you guys like any of those, let us know. But uh, until next time, Patman, I appreciate you uh, hanging out and chatting with us. And thanks, Patty. Patty, even though he uh, disappeared on us, he had some real-life stuff going on, which, you know, is normal. I'm glad he was able to jump in and fight you with some PvP action on Halo 5. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be doing more PvP segments in the future, hopefully. So, Um, Uh, But thank you guys for listening, and... uh, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, and you guys have a wonderful, I believe, Memorial Day. So yeah, this, have a great holiday. This will be here. So. Absolutely. All right, sir. I will see you later and uh, signing off. Right. Signing off.